0: Hey babes, welcome to Wine Wednesday here on the Transformational Entrepreneur with your host me, Mackenzie Young. If you haven't already, girl, go grab yourself a glass of wine because you deserve it let's jump into it so i'm 21 years old and i'm a business and lifestyle coach i help business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs start and scale successful businesses using my signature framework intention plus action equals accomplishment and i'm a huge believer in intentionable actions and i've been a coach for about three years now i help my clients achieve massive results and success by uncovering their fears getting intentional on what they want discover what they believe to be true, and implement marketing and proven strategies to make their dreams a reality. So today I wanted to talk to you about how I got my private pilot license at age 20. So I get a lot of questions about how I was able to achieve something so big at such a young age. And today I'm here to tell you how I did it. So a little bit about the journey. So I became interested in becoming a private pilot when I was about 16 or 17 years old when I was still in high school. And how this came about was my mom and I were going to Las Vegas and it was my first time on an airplane. So I was really nervous but also really excited. But what I didn't know was that the moment the engines fired up, That my love for flying and aviation also fired up. I remember being really nervous and hearing them turn on and just feeling like I had a calling that I needed to go fly. I needed to become a pilot. And I looked over at my mom and I said, Mom, I know what I want to do now. I want to get my license and I want to fly planes. And my mom, being the badass mom that she is, told me, well, when we get home, you better start and you better go do it. And so I did. We got home and I started calling around and granted, I had no idea, no clue how I was going to pay for it because for one, my mom was a single mom and there's no way that she could have paid for it. And so... Really, what I had to do was figure it out on my own. So I got three jobs while I was in high school. I worked to save up some money. And then I also reached out to some local business owners and got some sponsorships. And I was really grateful to even win a scholarship. Not to mention, my first flight instructor was well aware of my situation and she helped me out with, you know, pricing and she gave me really good discounts and things like that and sometimes she didn't even charge me for her own time, which is simply amazing to me. And so that's how my journey started out and really it was kind of this up and down journey of self-doubt. So I would have times where I was really confident in what I was doing and then I had serious bouts of depression and anxiety. And basically what my life looked like for for a good few months um, to probably about half a year while I was in high school flying is I would basically wake up at 3 a.m., get ready, drive to the airport. The airport was a little bit farther away, so I had a quite a bit of a drive. I would drive there, I would um, do my pre-flight, you know, fly, and I got all my nighttime done because it was early in the morning. And so I would fly for about an hour and a half every morning and then I would go straight to school and then I would study after school, then do some ground school until about midnight and I did that back to back over and over again for a few months while I was in high school. I then graduated high school semester early and the very next day, which also happened to me at my birthday, my eighteenth birthday, I started college. So I decided to take a break from flight school just because college was not a lot for me at that time, but I also had a lot of life changing things happen to me and so I decided to take a break from it and granted. I will give you guys a ton of tips for what to look for and what to do when you go through flight school. And I will go into those a little bit later. But I took a break and then I decided to go back. And let me tell you, getting my private pilot license is the hardest thing I have ever done in my whole entire life. The reason why is because to me, it was so much more than getting the license. It was me proving to myself that I can achieve anything I set my mind to. And that statement in itself is so powerful. And I really hope that my story can inspire you and help you to believe that you too can achieve anything you set your mind to. My grandfather and my family really pushed this and ingrained this deep within my soul. And I'm forever grateful for that. And so I hope that my story can help you to do the same and to start believing in yourself and having 100% faith in you and to just completely go for your dreams. Even if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how you're going to pay for it, you don't know how you're going to find the time for it, whatever it might be, I hope that my story inspires you to go through all of your hurdles and start chasing after your dreams. And the crazy thing about flight school was, and this might just be a coincidence, maybe not, but once I started flight school, my mom started telling me all these stories of when I was younger, and she said my first word as a kid was airplane, which that's a little strange. She was a bit upset that it wasn't mom, (laughs) but my first word as a kid was airplane, so maybe we were destined to be, I don't know. And she also mentioned that when she was pregnant with me, the first time she really felt me kick was when she was in a movie theater and it was some movie with a bunch of airplanes and there was a scene where all of the airplane engines fired up and they all took off in a formation and she said, I just went crazy. So I don't know, leave it up to fate, you take your pick, but I think that that was a sign. But anyways, so I then decided to go full fledged um, while I was in college and while I was building my business. So while I was going to college full time and you know building this coaching business and working a side gig, I definitely stretched myself very, very, very thin, and I went through a huge bout of burnout, and I've mentioned that in my previous podcast, and I'll probably make a whole podcast about that, but flight school was this constant up and down of crying and confidence and depression and anxiety and just being so fatigued to the point where my body, my mind just could not handle it anymore. But I will tell you that it has made me so strong and I would not have had it any other way. And I'm so thankful that it happened the way that it happened. And so for all of you out there who have a dream, but maybe there's something holding you back, I really want you to get really intentional on this dream. And I want you to ask yourself why. Why do you have this dream? And why is it important to you? And then I want you to journal and write down all the things that are holding you back from achieving this dream. And then I want you to break down those barriers and I want you to write things that you can do to make your dream happen. And then I want you to start doing those things today. Not tomorrow, not the next day, but today. Just little tiny baby steps, right? I really go off of the quote, the actions you take today will impact your tomorrow. So even if you don't take some drastic change today, if you can just start with little tiny baby steps, right, starting now, then you're going to have this giant big dream that you're going to accomplish at the very end of it. So it's kind of like all these little tiny things that you do are going to end up giving you this giant big result that you want to achieve. So... I hope this really inspires you that even if the odds are against you and even if you have no idea how you're going to achieve this giant dream that you definitely can. Now for those of you listening and maybe you've thought of getting your private pilot license but you just have kind of put it on the back burner or maybe you're starting maybe you've already started wherever you are in this journey of flying. I want to give you a couple of tips and first of all I want to say what you need to do when you're first starting out is you need to take an introduction flight, so like a discovery flight, and a lot of flight schools offer this, so I highly recommend you go and take a discovery flight and make sure that it's something that you absolutely are going to love doing day in and day out, up until, of course, you get your license, but flight school, you can definitely do it part-time, but it's that's not something I would recommend you do part-time. Um, if you do part time with it, make sure that you can like legitimately dedicate and really just put your heart and soul into it. Although you will save a lot of time and money if you just go full time. But I understand that that's not available to some people and that's completely OK. You can still achieve it, you know, doing it part time. So, the first thing you need to do is you need to take your discovery flight. And then, if you're like, I absolutely love it, I want to go forward, the next step you need to do is you need to take your written test before you even start flying. The reason being is because you have a series of three tests you have your written test, and then your oral test, and then your check ride. Usually, the oral test and the check ride, aka like the flying exam, those two are usually done together. Sometimes they are broken up, but mine personally was together. So I recommend you taking your written test because it's going to save you a lot of time and money in the long run because if you start flying, not only are you going to be studying for your maneuvers and your procedures and, you know, all of these things that you need to learn, you're going to be just super overloaded. So I highly recommend you getting your written test out of the way, passing it, you know, really just getting the basics down. And I really love the program offered by M0A. This isn't an ad, this isn't sponsored or anything, but I, you know, use them and I spent my own money with their program and it's seriously amazing. But if you are I think it's like a hundred dollars a month, but if you are on a tight budget for your written test, you can go through Sporties. And Sporties has like this uh free like private pilot written exam prep. And that's really what I did to prep myself for the written test, although I think you have to pay to get, like, the, you know, all of the content. So you can do it a a bunch of different ways. You can get the book and read the book. I definitely recommend, though, that you get the basics through and you read through the books and the materials and you really just start to really understand the basics because without you understanding the basics, when you go into maneuvers and all these other things, then, you know, your v-speeds and, you know, all your calculations, you're going to be really overwhelmed. So if you don't have your basics down, it can get pretty challenging. And then you need to just start memorizing the questions and answers. And I'm saying this because the test is very verbatim and it's very dry, but make sure that you do get the basics down. Make sure you get the concepts down. Make sure you can read Your maps, make sure you can do all of the different calculations because that's going to be very important. So, after you take your written test and you pass, I passed mine on the first go around, but it's it's okay if you don't keep going. You got this. So, and then you're going to pick a flight school and you're going to pick a flight instructor. And this is going to be the single most important thing you're ever going to do ever in your flight career like, forever, forever. You know, even if you're just doing it as a fun hobby, like what I'm doing. But you need to find a flight instructor that can go with you and help you through this from point A to point B. So a lot of flight instructors are flight instructors to build their flight hours so that they can go on into, you know, fly commercially. And I had probably a good seven or eight flight instructors leave me. In the middle of my training, and so, for one, that just screws me over because, you know, I just wasted all of that time and money on this instructor who knows a lot about me, but I now have to transfer to a new one. So it's a total disaster. Um, so make sure that when you're shopping around, that you ask, you know, these flight instructors a lot of questions, like how long have they been instructing? What's their end goal? You know, as a pilot. Um. You know, how successful are their students? What's their pass rate? Because you don't want an instructor who has like a 50% pass rate or like a super low pass rate because that means he sucks, (laughs) you know, and he can't prepare people for the test. And you don't want that. You want someone who's very thorough, very professional, and they know what they're doing. So I highly recommend you... Being super, super, super picky on your flight instructor. Now I got really lucky with my last instructor, and now my current instructor. I'm actually going through instrument training right now, just so I can be safer if I get into the clouds or anything like that. So I can be IFR trained. Um, you get a little bit of IFR training in your, you know, as you're, you know, getting your private pilot license, but you're only allowed to fly VFR, so visual flight rules. You'll learn more about that later, but So basically, once you find a really good flight school flight instructor, you need to make sure that another thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to pay it all up front. So some flight schools are like, oh, pay me, you know, 10 grand, 20 grand up front, blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. Do the pay as you go. You'll thank me later. It's a scam if you just pay all up front. The reason being is because you're going to be paying per hour for your flight instructor and for the plane. Usually the plane cost includes fuel as well. Um, so say you get your license, you know, in a few months or whatever, and it takes you, I don't know, however many hours, right? Say it takes you 60. That would cost a certain amount of money, right? But what if it took you 70 or what if you, it took you less than that? right? So it's like you could be spending more, you know, or you could be spending less. And so this whole idea of like, oh, you just pay one rate is just very strange to me. And it just doesn't really make sense. Unless they have some sort of reimbursement program, then maybe it's worth it. But at the end, I don't think it is. So after you have done those things, then really what you're going to do is you're just going to be building your flight time, you know, make sure you map it all out, though. Like, make, make sure you have a complete calendar of, like, this is when I do my cross-country, this is when I get my night done, this is when I do my head time, this is, you know, when I do my maneuvers, you know, my S-turns and blah, 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 all of these things, engine failures, whatever. So make sure that you have this completely planned out and make sure you know exactly what you need to do to get your license. I've had a lot of instructors be like, oh, we're just going to go fly and do this today. And I'm like, okay. But I never really knew what I had to complete. Like, yeah, I read it in the book, but it's really good to just sit down with your flight instructor and literally write out everything verbatim of what you need to know and what you need in order to pass your test. That way you have it all planned out and you're really intentional with what you need to do in order to pass your test. And then to practice for your oral test and for your check grade, I highly recommend you just going through M08 and just going through his whole entire private pilot program. It's literally amazing. It's way better than any of the books. I found a lot of books out there to be super boring, and I would always fall asleep and never get through them, and it just didn't work for me. They also have a really good YouTube channel, so you could also just start on there too and just start learning. Another thing that I also did was I listened to his, he has like an audio book for the oral exam, and this might sound weird to you, but I would not only listen to it at the gym or on my way to the... Um, the airport, or whatever it was when I was driving, but I also would play the audio in my sleep. So I would put it super low, but to where I could just barely hear it make out to what he was saying, so that my brain was subconsciously remembering and memorizing everything as I was sleeping. And let me tell you, when I got to my oral exam and I regurgitated everything to him, he was like, okay. <laughs> So blow him out of the water, play his game, and just really go out there and kill your test. So anyways, and I passed my check right on the first go around. Thank God. (laughs) So just throwing that out there too. If you guys have any questions, I would be more than happy to answer them for you. Go ahead and DM me on Instagram. My handle is darlingkenzie. And, of course, you can find me on Facebook and all of the other things at Mackenzie Young. I am so excited to be here with you guys. I hope this was valuable for you. I hope it inspired to go out and chase your dreams. And I am going to be uploading a podcast every single day starting in February. It'll probably only be for the month of February, But yeah, you'll be hearing from me every single day. So I hope you guys are having an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.